Have you ever wondered where you really stand with God? Are you overcome with feelings of guilt because of things you've done wrong? Are you tired of religion that focuses on rules that you can't keep? Have we got good news for you? It's time to listen in on some casual conversation with Mike Kapler and Joel Brzezinski and discover what true freedom is all about. This is Growing in Grace. Just sit right back and hear the tale, the tale of a faithful trip that started <laughs> started right here aboard aboard this uh, tiny computer port. Joel, I don't I don't know where to go from this on this Gilligan's know. Island theme song. Well, we got a good skipper, I guess, to lead us on our way. <laughs> skipper. I don't know. Who are you? Are are you the the professor, or would you be like a Mister Howell type? <laughs> I'm not sure. I would be any of those people. I don't like. I don't mean either. I don't. I can't picture myself. Some people might not even have a clue what we're talking about either. <laughs> Gill- Gilligan's yeah. Island. Gilligan's Island. Yeah, classic TV show. That, that stuff was actually when I was a kid. That was on, and I thought it was. I thought that that's when the series was actually aired. But I was actually watching reruns when I was a kid, and so I think it's from the late '60s, isn't it, or '70s? Yeah, it was. It was mid to late '60s. In fact, I'm, I'm older than you, and when I came home from school, like in junior high, uh, I was watching reruns. Nope. <laughs> okay, so it is old. Either that or you're old. <laughs> but yeah, we were just talking about our old dogs before we get on here. But anyway. We got some old stuff to talk about, <laughs> the old covenant versus the new covenant. And Cap, you were talking about uh, wanting to perhaps recap. We, we've done three programs so far, three podcasts. Uh, go back and listen to our last three podcasts on uh, kind of trying to lay down uh, some differences between the old covenant and the new covenant, why we're in the new covenant, why it was needed, uh, why the old covenant was never God's will, and so on and so forth. Cap, what... What are some of the things we've been speaking about so far that kind of lead up to where we're going to go today? Yeah, Cap is going to recap. We, <laughs> we, we do have old stuff to talk about and new stuff. We have done several programs here over the past few weeks. Go back and listen to them, please. If you're just uh, catching up with us here right now, you can go do that later. Here's a quick review. First of all, the Old Covenant. This is important to remember. It's not the kind of thing you hear very often, I don't think, in church. But the Old Covenant was never for the Gentiles. Uh, It was just for the Jewish people of that time, over those years, strictly for them. Uh, And it was, of course, abolished and made obsolete at the time of Christ's death or shortly thereafter, Uh, and and also abolished for those same Israelites, by the way. But we as Gentiles, we were never, ever under the Old Covenant, and are not today, of course. And that first Old Covenant, uh, it was temporary, it was designed to fail, it was never the will of God. Uh, The second, the covenant that we're under now, the new covenant, was established to be better and not temporary, but everlasting. And of the approximate 613 laws under that old covenant, those Jewish people were commanded to follow and obey and do all of them. They came as one package. You could not pick or choose which uh, applied to you or one that you thought was more important than another. That's why uh, Paul kind of admonished the people when he wrote to the Galatians and said, you know, you uh, you can't just pick one law and say that we still have to do this because then you'll be obligated to follow the whole law. He knew it was one package. Uh, but again, uh, believers in Christ have never been under that covenant and therefore are not under the commandments that actually brought us death, not life. So we have entered this covenant through belief 
instead of works like the old covenant was. And, you know, this one package thing, Joel, I think that's a pretty huge deal. All of those laws, all 613 approximately, you know, I, we have cable or satellite TV and they give us several packages to choose from. Do you want these channels? Do you want these channels? Do you want those? I'll bet I've got 613 channels, and I probably uh, am interested in trying to uh, follow about 10 of them. <laughs> Isn't that the case? Uh, yeah, we got a whole bunch, too. We don't have as many as you do, but it would be. It, just think about that. Just You've got to watch every single channel. Just think about that. Just think if that was the law. You have to watch every single channel. No one could keep up with that, even you know if you had to watch all 600 channels that you got. And never mind trying to keep 613 laws. Uh, and so that's right. It was a package deal. You either had to keep them all or you were declared guilty of all. Because if, if you did keep one law, but yet you broke another, as James says in James 2, you're still a lawbreaker. And so if, if you kept all of them and only broke one law, you were still convicted as a lawbreaker. And so you had to keep them all. And uh, like you said, the good, the, the good news was that... Um, Gentiles, which is most of the people who have ever lived on planet Earth, the Gentiles were never even under the law. But going back to the you know the Jews being under the law, as we said in the previous programs, everyone who was of the works of the law was under the curse. But the law came 430 years after God made a promise to Abraham. It was a promise that this covenant, this new covenant... Now, God didn't use the term at the time, but it was a promise that our inheritance would be by promise and not by law. And so, that whole old covenant, which was a, a covenant, again, of laws, was not which what our inheritance is, our, our eternal inheritance as children of God. It could never have been by law cause, because God said it would be by promise. And so, those are some of the things. I don't know if you uh, had any other things that you wanted to recap on CAP. Because I just rejoled <laughs> on a couple of them. <laughs> well, there are so many uh, neat parallels here that we won't go into now. But even when you were just talking about promise there, which was uh, largely dug into in our last program, I think, well brought out in Galatians. You covered much of that. But, but you know, we're, we're the bride of Christ, and, and God made a promise to us as his bride. And, of course, we know that God cannot lie. His word is always true. He's not like us in that way. But you just see, you see some of the parallels, like even when people get married today, the, the promises that are made to each other between bride and groom. There's just so many parallels here that we could go off in so many different directions. But we're trying to stay focused on understanding and rightly dividing in this, in this Bible of ours the difference between the old covenant, which we were never under, and the new covenant, which we now are. And so I think we'll, we'll move on from here, Joel, because I know you started to talk about this last week, and I probably took it in a different direction, but copies and shadows, what is that? I mean, I know it's mentioned several times in the New Testament, talking about some of the things that uh, the Jewish people did in the uh, temple or, or things that related to sacrifices, but they were really just, just copies of the real thing in heaven. Yeah, and, and I want to say on what you were talking about, that you know sometimes we do go off a little bit, and that's, that's great. I, one thing that we've learned in uh, doing you know over half of 700, we've done 350 or so podcasts. <laughs> so if we go off on something else, that's all right. But yeah, we do try to stay focused on what we're talking about, but if we go off on something, it's usually it's, it's, I found it to be good. But uh, copies and shadows, let me just, uh, just real quickly from, from Hebrews 9, uh, the writer's talking about how the, how the high priest went alone once a year, not without blood, 
So in other words, he had sacrificed animals with him, uh, which he offered for himself and for the people's sins committed in ignorance. Now, this whole thing about a priest bringing blood to offer for people's sins, is that something that we do today in the New Covenant? Of course not. Everybody knows that. Everybody knows, hopefully, that in the New Covenant, in our lives in Christ, we don't go around offering blood for people's sins because the blood of Jesus has already been shed. Well, what this uh, passage goes on to say here in Hebrews 9 is that it was symbolic for the present time in which both gifts and sacrifices are offered, which cannot make him who performed the service perfect in regards to conscience. And it goes on to say some more things. But the point that I want to draw out of this is that the priest going and offering blood for the people's sins was symbolic. What we live in now is the reality, the shed blood of Jesus. And so there are so many other things in the Old Covenant, uh, the tabernacle, uh, the way that the tabernacle was set up. I'm trying, I'm, my mind's going blank about some of the, the things of, of how it was set up, but the, so many of the things that happened in the Old Covenant were a type or a shadow or a symbol, they were symbolic of what was to come. And so a lot of times you'll hear people in churches reading parts of the Old Covenant and trying to figure out, well, how does this fit into our life in Christ? And they'll try to make it fit. They'll try to say uh, that this, uh, this thing here, how do we apply this to our lives in Christ? Missing the whole point that all of those things, the entire Old Covenant was a type and a shadow of what was to come, the shed blood of Jesus and everything that we've received, again, not through law and not through performing rituals, not through performing services, not through all these things, but simply by the blood of Jesus. That's how we've been made new. That's how we've been washed and cleansed. So all of those things were symbolic and a copy and a shadow of what is now our reality, and that's Christ. Yeah, something you brought up to me the other day while we were talking was that even today, sometimes preachers will somehow try to weave, and as they do with a lot of sermons, <laughs> and I know their, their hearts are probably good, but uh, we miss the mark here when we do this, but a lot of preachers today will try to somehow weave and intertwine these copies and shadows. I call them fakes, F-A-K-E-S, <laughs> fakes. Uh, they'll try and somehow weave these th kinds of things into the, lives, uh, into the lives of the New Covenant believer. Uh, they'll tell us how this applies to our lives and what we should do to apply them to our lives instead of just teaching the gospel, the good news that explains that these fake things, what they mean compared to the real deal uh, with Jesus Christ. Because right there in, in Hebrews 9.24, Christ has not entered the holy place made with hands, which uh, are now copies of the true, but into heaven itself now to appear in the presence of God for us. And he didn't enter the fake, Joel, he went into the real place and uh, laid his real blood on a real altar. Yeah, exactly. And so, you know, the point we're trying to make here, of course, is that as a person goes and reads, like, you know, sometimes the, the festivals that go on, people are trying to uh, show from the festival, trying to say, this is what we're supposed to do in Christ. So how do we apply this festival in Christ? It's not meant to be that way. What those festivals, what the rituals, what the laws were all meant to do was to show what was fulfilled in Christ. Christ himself, it, you know, the Bible talks about how those were all types and shadows, but Christ himself is the substance. Christ himself 
It's not that we look to these types and shadows. It's not that we look to all these things in the Old Covenant and try to apply them to our life in Christ, but we look at them and realize that they have all been fulfilled in Christ, who is the substance. Now our life isn't in all of these Old Covenant things, but rather our life is in the substance, Christ. We don't go around following shadows. <laughs> if I was sitting here face-to-face with you, Cap, I mean, of course, we're on Skype, I wouldn't be looking down to the floor to look at your shadow and talking and trying to figure you out from your shadow. I would be looking at you. We'd be talking face-to-face, and that's Christ as the substance. And that's uh, the difference here that we really need to point out in the church today, that it's okay to, under, to try to understand those things, to see what's been fulfilled in Christ, but to try to live those things out in our life in Christ is missing the point. Okay, well, since we're out of time for this one, we're going to have to pick up where we're leaving off here. We hope you can listen again next week right here on Growing in Grace, because we will continue digging a little bit deeper, going a little bit further, talking about the old, the first covenant, which we are no longer under, and that compared to the, the new covenant, which we are under. You know, there are still some things that get blended in, Old Covenant stuff that gets blended in to our New Covenant Christianity, and it should not be that way. So we're going to cover a few of those uh, little things that that somehow slip in, either through sermons or through uh, some other avenue. And also we'll talk next week about some of the Old Testament writers and the perspective that they had and how that compares to the perspective that we have now under the New Covenant. So check it out next week right here on Growing in Grace at growingingrace.org. This has been Growing in Grace with Mike Kapler and Joel Brzezinski. Heard online through various Internet sources around the world each week. To access hundreds of past programs, visit graceroots.org. Share it with a friend and listen again next week for more Growing in Grace.